Okay, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Senator. This one here is going to be a little bit different because normally I record with Cass. You know, shout out Oh So Dope. Make sure to go follow her, ohsodope.co. Go check out her podcast, Oh So Dope. Um, this one here is just going to be a little bit different because I haven't recorded in a while. And this one here is just kind of to explain the reason why there hasn't been any new episodes and then also give you an update on some of the shows I have been watching. And then to let you know that we are going to get back into this whole recording stuff on a more regular basis. So the reason why there hasn't been any new episodes for a little bit, not because there wasn't any reality TV shows, we all know like that is a very big thing. That is something that's been prominent right now seeing that there's the whole writer strike i know that uh the writers just signed a tentative deal but that still doesn't mean that it's it's a long way away right now um we've also seen a lot of cancellations of some good shows like winning time got canceled that kind of upset me run the town got canceled i really like that show but we also know that they couldn't actually promote their shows. So it's kind of hard to actually have a good show that's going on if you can't promote it. Nobody really knows that it's back on unless you're like a diehard fan. So reality TV has been one of those ones that you can still kind of promote because there's actually no celebrities. There's no writers or you would assume that there's no writers. Let's just say that you would assume there's no writers. But um yeah, getting into the reason why there hasn't been any new episodes of Keeping Up with the Senator has kind of been on me. So life has gotten in the way. Um, also, for myself, I am one of those people that when everything, when my mental health is in the way where I want it to be, I always go into like a hibernation stage. And so that means I don't really talk to that many people. I barely talk like you might see me on like the 7K Pick podcast talking about football or you see me regularly on the Not So Soft podcast. But honestly, at times like that's the most amount of social socializing that I do outside of my job. My job has a lot of aspects where I have to be so social and I get so drained and tired after where I just don't really want to talk to anybody. But I've been watching reality TV shows. That is one thing that has not stopped. That has been one of the key things for me during this whole situation. And I'm getting out of the hibernation mode, the isolation mode, and getting back into where I want to be. So with that being said, let's quickly talk about some of these uh reality shows that I've been watching. So there's a lot of shows on. So you have... I'm going to do a little breakdown of some of the some of the shows from what I can remember, because anytime I record these shows, we I do it without a script. I do it without really any points. But most times I'll have clips. This one here, there won't be any clips. It'll just be me talking about certain things. And hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Also, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe and share this podcast. Um, we are work. I am working on getting this on its own feed, but right now it's on the chat room podcast feed. So appreciate that. Um, I might send this episode to the 7k, not the 7k, the fresh take network, just to get it out there a little bit more. But let's get into some of the, these reality TV shows. So 
First one I'm going to talk about is the challenge, the challenge USA. It's back. There was about 11 episodes here. There was a lot of uh, new faces. There was some returning faces. You had people from two people from the amazing race, I believe a few people from big brother and a few people from survivors and then they, and survivor. And then they brought back some of the challenge OGs. So you had like Tori, you had bananas, you had Wes, you had Corey. Yeah. And so challenge USA has actually been really good. Like it's uh, the first couple of weeks it came on two times a week and that was really entertaining because it would come on Thursday and Sundays. Normally, you just get the one episode each time. But I think it's because they have a new season of the challenge coming out. And they wanted to make sure that they got the Challenge USA out the way. So some of these characters on here, so unlikable. But there are some characters on here that you just continue to root for. This one here, they said, Wes said that this is his retirement one. He's not coming back. If you're a fan of Wes, if you watch the challenge over the past how many years, you would definitely know who Wes is. And he said he's not coming back, that this is his retirement one. All you can really say to that is... Thank you for the entertainment that you provided over the past little while. It's been a it's been a fun time watching his journey, fun time watching him do a thing in the challenge. Whether you liked him, you hated him, you found him extremely sneaky, such a game player. That's what the challenge is all about. So that's what he's doing. So what I'll say is thanks for that. Who do I want to win? There's a few people on the show that I kind of want to win. I think mainly right now, the last four, three episodes, they've all kind of ganged up on Chris and Chris is from Survivor. I kind of like his story and I kind of want him to win, but he's also such a hothead at times that I think he just messed up his own game. I would like to see Corey win. I know a lot of people have uh, fun with Josh. I don't really like Josh. Um, Fessy, if you know the challenge and you know these people that I'm talking about, uh, he's there. Tori, she won last season of challenge with Devin. So, all right, she got her win. Bananas is there. It would just be interesting to see Bananas win, but I think mainly for me at this point right now, if I could get either Des, I want you, a guy and a girl has to win. So get Michelle off the show, please. Um, I would root for Desi and Corey to win, but I don't know if I see them winning, but that's who I kind of want to win. I kind of just waiting for this new season of the challenge to come on. So that I got something else to watch. Um, what else am I watching? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Let's get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. If you listen to the Not So Soft pod over the past little while, you understand what's been going on on that show. The controversy that's been going on with some racial slurs that were used on there. Um, via MTV came out and said that. They removed Erica Mena off the show because of it. It caused quite a bit of a stir about uh, people reacting to the racial slur that was used. 
overall, I don't know. Loving hip hop Atlanta is loving loving hip hop overall. This the series just hasn't been the same in a f- few years. I know that they're trying to pivot and they're trying to still captivate the audience. For me, it's hasn't really been that good. I think for this season, kind of the maturity of some of the player, some of the people on there, like Lil Scrappy. You kind of want to see, you just want to continue to see the growth in some of these people. I think at this point right now, Rashida and Kirk, her time, their time, I think they've kind of outgrown the show. I think that they need to move on. It's the same way how I feel about Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta. I kind of feel like it's just time for, you can't be on there for so many years. Like Love and Hip Hop, this was season 11, I believe. And they've been on there since the first season. I think at this time, they just got to like move on and just whether it's them doing their own show or I don't know. I just don't think that them they're just the mature people on the show at this point right now. And I know that the, the show is trying to change the audience so that it's more of a mature show. But I don't know. It's just love and hip hop. The whole thing hasn't been the same for a very long time. That's kind of just my brief analysis on that one. Love and hip hop Miami. Now, it came out that Amara Amara and Safari's relationship was just a storyline. We see this all the time in reality shows. Everybody will go in there just to try creating a uh, storyline so that they can stay on the show. It was kind of unnecessary. Um, right now, I think this season of Love and Hip Hop Miami, I think it's already peaked, unfortunately. And I think this is only season five. I guarantee you they still have the people that are going to be watching it on a consistent basis. I think for me, if it's on and I see it and I don't really have anything else to watch, I think right now with, like I said earlier, the writer strike, that's the reason why I kind of watch the show is just because there's really nothing more to watch. There's a few good shows that are on, but like I really enjoy my TV and especially like during my isolation hibernation mode, this is kind of, I just watch anything, right? So if it was up to me, would I continue watching it? No. Is it for me? Probably not, but I know it has this audience. Um, Okay, let's get to a very interesting one. So you have 90 Day Fiance, The Last Resort. So if you're looking at, to me, this comes off as like the all-star cast of 90 Day Fiance for some of the people that you definitely don't like, some of the people that you may have been rooting for. But let's get into this. I promise I talked to somebody, I think, last, like earlier this month or last month, ending of last month, and I said that I was going to go do a pod on 90 Day Fiance. I haven't really had the time to do it or I was in my situation. So I'm going to kind of deep dive into it. And I never really watched 90 Day Fiance like that. Like, don't get it twisted. I never really watched 90 Day Fiance like that. I was more of a person that would watch. Shout out to the Quick Slice on YouTube. Um, I've seen a few uh, clips that he's put up where he talks, breaks down like the relationship of some of the people. He's more into the 90 Day Fiance than I am. So I kind of gained my knowledge from there. 
But then I started to watch this show. So this show, uh, man, it was interesting. Um, shout out Mac. You know who you are. Uh, really reminded me all the time that the show was on. So I kept, I kept watching. So you have Ed on that show. Anybody that knows 90 Day Fiance knows Ed. This, I think that this season, in the beginning, I think in nearing the middle of the season, they were trying to more humanize him because he's always been kind of looked at as just annoying guy. Uh, what are the, some of the negative terminologies you can use towards him? I've heard annoying. I've heard immature. I've heard uh, jerk. I've heard narcissistic. I've heard all that stuff. Um and I would not disagree with any of those terminologies. And I think that going on this show, I always forget what his partner's name is. Is it Liza? I can never remember what Ed's partner's name is. But the big thing was that she deserved better. Liz. There we go. Liz, Liz, Liz. Uh, Liz always deserved better. And why does she put up with this? Now, what I kind of got into a discussion about with somebody was that Liz obviously I don't think Liz knows that she deserves better I think she can say the word she can hear other people say that she deserves better but until you actually believe you deserve better you're never going to move on so they've had Ed and Liz it's just, they're just a weird couple he's just a weird guy to me but it's been interesting watching this season. Like I said, they're trying to more humanize him nearing the middle of it. Uh, but I think he doesn't take anything seriously. I don't know if he actually realizes that he's wrong a lot of the times. Liz has tried to stand up for him at times, and he gets mad at, at her. I think until he actually matures and realizes that that he's not right all the time and that the person that you're with can also be there to is also there to support you and protect you and not just the way how you want it to be shown but sometimes the way how they best know how to show it that's all you can really say i want to do a like a actual podcast just based off of the 90 day fiances because there's so many of them there's like 90 day fiance uh the other way regular 90 day fiance love it 90 day fiance uk 90 day fiance the last resort but i've been just kind of tuned into the last resort i watched a few of the other way but more the last resort then you have angela and michael man i don't know how they're gonna be doing therapy in this whole thing when michael is just constantly on screen like she's just Angela just keeps walking. Angela, it looks like, and correct me if I'm wrong. So anybody that more watches 90 Day Fiance, please let me know. Please let me know. Because I feel like that relationship might be the most ridiculous relationship on the show. And there are some ridiculous relationships on the show. I think her just walking around with this iPad with him on there and they had to do... Uh, 
everybody had to do like a karma sutra class and she had like a blow up doll and he had a pillow i was like what am i watching at this point like i have no clue what i'm watching why is this happening and why am i still watching but i kept watching it was very it was weird and I guess they're going to work on making the relationship work, but I don't really know the full history behind them. All I remember is I seen a clip where she said that you can't tell her what to do because she's American. She's American. But it's very interesting. Like, I don't see this relationship going too far. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've been around for a while. But... This has been one of the most weirdest relationships. And I know yeah, it's it could be long distance and all that stuff, but everybody is everybody's there with their partners. And then she's just there on screen. Uh, he's just there on screen. And it's like, are they actually doing what the th- the therapeutic work that they said that was gonna need to be happening? I don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't see it. I don't see this going anywhere. I don't know exactly where this is going, but I don't know where this, I don't see this working out. But they can prove me wrong. Uh, love is blind. And we'll t- we'll get on to that in a little bit. Uh, Kalani and Azuelu. Azuelu is like a 14-year-old per- boy. In a 27, I think he is, body. Like, he is, I don't understand. Like, I think him and his kids are around the same maturity level. And I know his kids aren't 14. But him and his kids are around the same maturity level. I don't know what is going on there. Uh, It started off with, to tell you the truth, this has been, these two have been, like probably the couple I've been most invested in. Hmm. Probably. No, actually, no. Second most couple that I've been invested in. The biggest one is uh, Kelly. And we'll get on Kelly in a second. But Kalani came on. She couldn't get over the fact that Asuelu cheated before. Asuelu gave her a hall pass. So she used it. Now, the the terminology that she used in like the last episode, which was the one I know really hurt him or when he sees it, or I don't remember if she actually said it to him, but the terminology of he disgusted me. Like that is such a very big thing to try to get over. I hope for the fact that they, because they have kids and I hope that he can mature up and mature soon because they have two kids and like that's a big thing and you kind of want the family entity to be there. But he needs to he needs to mature and Kalani has to figure out if she can get over the cheating or not. There's been some ridiculous stuff in this show. And like for a person like myself that hasn't really looked back or watched all the previous episodes and stuff and just kind of got like cliff notes from people that you talk to and all that stuff. 
This one here, I was like, they may have a chance. Definitely may have a chance, but I could be completely wrong because of how the show how the show's kind of just made it, but I don't know the previous stuff. Um who is that one couple that I was gonna say? There we go. Is it Molly and Kelly? Molly and Kelly. Yep, I was right. So Molly and Kelly, I'm not even really gonna talk on Jovi and Yara. They're to me they're just kind of there. There's nothing whatever to them except that Jovi just keeps trying to go to the strip club and as the funniest thing is Jovi keeps trying to get them to go to the strip club and Asuelu never being at the strip club so their interactions to me have been the best when it comes to that or the funniest but as far as Jovi and Yara they're kind of just there to me there's nothing locking me into them but this Molly and Kelly situation is one where I want to have a bigger conversation with, and I think for that one there, I may bring in a guest to do that one. But from what I'm seeing, it's Molly doesn't feel that Kelly is the same person that she fell in love with when he moved in with her. And Molly keeps saying that she's an entrepreneur and she works hard and she's taking care of her kids and all this stuff and Kelly is just there and that's how she feels like Kelly doesn't contribute Kelly doesn't work Kelly doesn't do all this stuff and I want to get a a woman's perspective on this I want to have a nice dialogue on this so trust me that will be coming soon that conversation but Kelly keeps saying like I'm working here I'm trying I'm trying and Molly said to him I'm not in love with you anymore and that kind of caused some of the huge friction I see Kelly not participating in any of the the workshops that are happening he just gets into his emotional feelings and he says why would I want to do this workshop with somebody that's no longer that doesn't love me anymore or in love with me anymore and Molly just keeps saying constantly I just hope we don't hurt each other. Girl, that's already happened. You guys have already hurt each other to the point where it seems very toxic. Like this is this is just an all-out toxic relationship at this point because I don't think Kelly is understanding everything that Molly wants and Molly doesn't understand the way how Kelly's feeling. So I guess Kelly was a police officer back in his city. And then he went out to move in with Molly, and now he's no longer working. I guess he was retired or something like that. If I'm, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, just so that, like I said, I don't really have the full history behind it. I'm just kind of going off of the show. But from what I'm seeing, they, these two definitely are not going to work out because it just, they just are not on the same wavelength. I think that the, they are. Molly is caught up on the person that she loved when he was away, when he wasn't living with her. And Kelly is trying to be the person that she wants, but also has his own stuff that he has to get over. And I think that they're just on two different levels. And it's it's sad to say. It's sad to say. 
and sad to see to tell you the truth like anytime these two come on the on the screen i know when they're both on the screen together i'm like i know this is about to be something ridiculous i shouldn't say ridiculous this is gonna be something that is probably gonna be the stuff that will have people having conversations about emotion stuff and i think that if you're a couple watching the show this provides you with some conversations about that you two can have where it's kind of like if you fall in love with the person beforehand and there's a huge change can you still love that person the same way i'm not going to be the person to answer that question because as of right now right now but i like i said i will have a conversation about that in the near future with with a guest um hopefully it's Cass for that one there but i also want to talk to somebody that um watches 90 day fiance way more than i do so that they can come with a lot of that perspective from previous shows but overall do i think that these two are gonna work hell no like it it already says it on you can already see it on the show like he's kind of hurt and over it and he can't get out of his hurt and she is hurt by some of the changes that are going on and she can't get over it. So I don't know if they're ever going to get on a compromise situation where they actually work out. But there's a few more episodes and I'll be tuned into it all. Um, what other shows have I been watching? Uh, Below Deck, Mediterranean just started. No, yeah, Mediterranean just started. Below Deck, Down Under just ended. Uh, quick, quick notes on the Below Deck. Below Deck, Mediterranean. We had, we had uh, the bosun showed up, and according the first episode, he didn't bring his actual documents, and then they found out that it might have been a, like somebody else's document that he was using. It's all a mess in the first episode already. I can only imagine how the rest of the season's gonna go. Below deck, down under. I just like Asia and Captain Jason, so like that show to me is 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 good. I will continue to watch the Below Deck series. It just provides some entertainment, but there's no real. They made it through the season. I think only one person got let go, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, I believe one person got let go, and that's pretty much all for that one there. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oh, Special Forces. Special Forces just started. If you don't know what Special Forces, it's where they take actors and actors and former athletes and they put them through military training. So it just started this past week. Uh, they ha- have people like Tara Reid. If you don't know who Tara Reid is, she's the actress. She was in like American Pie. She was in a few other things. Uh, Des Bryant, who was uh, NFL wide receiver. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the list real quick of the athletes that were on there. Um, Okay, season two. Here we go. So you have Jojo Siwa, uh, Tara Reid, Jack Osborne. Uh, Tyler Cameron, 
Savannah Chrisley, if you know the, the show The Chrisleys, Black China is on there. Um Robert Horry. I don't remember seeing Robert Horry. Maybe he comes in later. I don't remember seeing him, but yeah. Bold Bold Miller, Brian Austin Green, Nick v- Vi- Vial. I don't know who that is. Oh, The Bachelor and Bachelorette Star. And Kelly Rizzo. So all of these people are on there. They're going through their military training. The I think only four people passed the first first test that they already did. Surprisingly, Savannah Chrisley was one of them. But I just want to see who's going to quit first. That's going to be my big thing because a lot of times I don't think they all make it because some people are just like, nope, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh I think so last season only Hannah Brown and Car- Carly Lloyd, the former soccer player, passed all 10 of them. There was a bunch of people that were either medically withdrawn or they or they quit themselves. So it's going to be interesting to see it's going to be interesting to see who uh who actually makes it all the way to the end cuz they get put through some real tasks on that one there. So yeah, so Special Forces is out. I'm trying to think of, oh, Love is Blind. The reason why I'm not going to go all the way into Love is Blind at this point right now is because I want to do a separate episode with Cass on that one. We're going to break down the stuff that's happened. I literally just watched the last three episodes that came out. There's three more episodes. There's going to be, there should be three more episodes left, but... I watched all seven episodes now, and I got some stuff to talk about. I got some stuff to talk about when it comes to that, but I am going to wait for Cass because, yeah, I know Cass has some thoughts. We were just talking about it two days ago, and I told her, yep, let's let's uh, let's record one and get this out. What else is there? Hell's Kitchen just started. Only week one, it's uh, called The American Dream, this one. So I'll get into that. In a, there's not really not much to get into it. So if you like cooking, if you like Gordon Ramsay shows, go watch it. That's kind of the best way to put it. Uh, Love After Lockup start, started back up. I need to get back into that. So there's three episodes of that. So if you are a fan of dating reality shows, so... Love After Lockup. What else is... Oh, The Bachelor in Paradise just started back. I have not watched the first episode. I am going to be watching it today. So I will give you a breakdown on Bachelor in Paradise in a little bit. Uh, I call it Geriatric Bachelor, but they're calling it The Golden Bachelor. That season just started as well. So it's going to be... A 70-year-old man who's finding love at this point right now. And it's going to be with 40-year-olds and older. So if you like The Bachelor, then sure, have fun with that. I will not be watching this season. Not because of saying The Bachelor, The Last Bachelor, The Bachelorette, the last couple uh, seasons have not been it for me. And so I don't think that this is going to be the one that gets me back into it. Jersey Shore, just a quick update on Jersey Shore. So Jersey Shore, 
uh, family vacation. Sammy, after eight years, has rejoined, and it's just kind of what you know the Jersey Shore for, except that they're older with kids. Best way to kind of put it, except for Vinny, who constantly seems like he's just a person there that has no prospects of anything going on. So, and when I mean anything going on, I mean relationship-wise or with a kid. Everybody else is either in a relationship or married and have kids. So, let's see. All-Star Shore is back. If you haven't watched All-Star Shore 1, it's kind of like the challenge with the competitors from the different shores. So, like, Jordy Shore and the Jersey Shore and all the shores. Uh, This season here, they have Chase and Melinda from too hot to handle and they also have Tamaris from f-boy island so it's only been two episodes so far but if you like weird competition reality shows then that's where you can go for that one Uh, i'm trying to think whichever one there's a few shows that's been that i've been watching I don't remember. I think that might be it for F-Boy Island is coming back with season three soon. I think that one, I think it's airing in the States on CW. So I don't know exactly where it's going to be airing up here. Temptation Island ended a little bit. uh, And same with The Big D. Pause. Uh, The Big D is where it was divorced couples dating other divorced couples. So if you haven't watched that and you're looking for something to watch, definitely watch that. Selling Sunset. That's what it was. That was the one that I just I just finished watching not too long ago. Selling Sun No, not Selling Sunset. Selling the OC. Yeah, Selling the OC. It's kind of just like what you would expect with Selling Sunset. Same type of drama, same type of uh, pettiness, same same type of bickering. So if you just want something kind of mindless to watch and while you do some work or something like that, for sure, watch Selling the OC. You could probably get through the whole season in about a day, two days if you just have it on in the background. You know, I don't really feel like selling the OC is one that you got to be super invested in where you got to watch every moment of it. It's a, it's it's there. If you enjoy if you enjoy that pettiness and you enjoy that drama, feel free. Just have just stay locked in. But if you don't, then, yeah, just put it on in the background and just listen to the pettiness. Best way to put it. Uh, Big Brother did not watch it. I want to have somebody come on to talk about the Big Brother, too. So that I can get like a quick update on how this season was, how they felt this season went. Was this one of their best seasons? Was it one of their worst seasons? Like just just their overall thoughts on that. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it that I can think of off the top of my head of when it comes to these reality shows and my quick breakdown on a few of these shows. And I, like I said, we'll be getting back into more consistent recording of these episodes 
first one that we'll start off with is Love is Blind, seeing that that is on right now. And I know people have their takes on there. Reason, like I said earlier, the reason why I did not get into any of my takes is because I am, I want to do it live when I'm doing it with when I record it with Cass. But overall, if you're gonna ask me about how I feel about any of these couples or any of these people on the show, I think this may have been one of the seasons where I did not really like anybody on on the season. But I'll get into my reasons for for that or reasons why I don't like some of the couples, air quotes, later on. So on that note, I just want to say appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen to this. I know it's only about 35 minutes, but I appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen to this. Please make sure to like, rate, subscribe, share this podcast uh let your friends know if you if you know anybody that enjoys reality show tv make sure to let them know that this pod will be coming on regularly keeping up with the senator and the next episode will be on love is blind so if you know anybody that watches love is blind tell them make sure to let them know to come and listen and i will be doing a next breakdown of like 90 day fiance and all those shows in a little bit too so I appreciate everybody for taking the time at this point right now. Don't forget to go to my Instagram page at the senator at D-A-S-E-N-A-T-O-R and just give me a follow. I always try to interact with people that enjoy the show. Just let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know some of the background history of some of the people on 90 Day Fiance that I may not have known. Like I'm open to be educated because... The more education I have on some of these couples might change my actual mindset on how how their relationships are at this current moment. And don't forget to check out the 7K Pick Podcast if you like football, whether that's NFL or college football. We break down NFL mainly, but then we talk about a little bit of the college football and we give you some betting tips and our picks for the betting line if you like to bet on nfl the iso podcast that's for basketball that we will be back soon uh, especially with that big blockbuster trade of dame to milwaukee bucks uh the not so soft podcast if you enjoy hip-hop r&b and some n- random news that happens in the culture we talk about that and your wrestling podcast if you're a wrestling fan that's where you gotta go so Make sure to check that out. Shout out to the Fresh Take Network. And on that note, I appreciate everybody. Make sure you stay blessed. Make sure you have a great time. And enjoy your reality TV because that's what it's all about. It's about living as positive as possible so you can watch as much reality shows as possible. All right? Have a good one. Peace.